This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, John, uh, you know, we'll talk basketball, we'll talk heat, but the the Cowboys lost yesterday, okay? Like, I found myself feeling bad for for Cowboys fans after the game because it's so, – and now you certainly don't feel bad, you're a Giants fan, but it made me feel bad because, man, that is a brutal, brutal, brutal way for your yeah. season to come to an end. I mean, like, do you get like that at all with, with sports or because you were a professional athlete, you don't let it crush you that way? Yeah, I don't get as emotional. I mean, when as a player, I used to be very emotional about it, and it would – I'd be up all night thinking about things and how we could have done things differently, but um, I'm, I'm not as emotional as a fan. Uh, I still get irritated. I mean, giant loss last weekend was just was just terrible. But uh, I mean, look, this loss was was an amazing play. You know, it wasn't really much to me like the Cowboys lost the game. This is this was uh, you know the Packers just making great plays. I mean, Aaron Rodgers' performance just with that little time to make it happen at the end was, was ridiculous. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh, John, tell tell us, you got the heat or back home now, finally. Okay. They've been gone. They've been on the road for, uh, for a thousand years and yeah. they, uh, they got Houston tomorrow night. Now Houston, and, and we could also throw Russell Westbrook in the conversation here, sure. Westbrook and James Harden, they get triple doubles every single night. It seems it, why, and I'm pretty sure if I looked up the statistics, I feel like the offensive numbers are way up in the league right now. Do you do you sense that as well? Why is the offense, why, or at least to me, why does the offense feel like it's so much better in the league today than it was over the last couple of years? I would say, you know, like the, the, there are always teams in the West, they play faster. And I think that's, again, what Houston's doing. And, and look, Coach Mike D'Antoni, who's, who's coaching the Rockets, is definitely the early favorite right now for coach of the year. He's done a tremendous job. This team only won about 41 games last year. I think they're at 32 games right now, and we're at the halfway point. I mean, they're playing tremendous basketball, up-tempo, fast pace, and this really suits the personnel, you know, that the Rockets have, particularly in James Harden. I mean, the guy is very multidimensional. He can do a lot of things in terms of scoring with range, getting to the rim. He's a big physical guy as a guy who can handle the ball. And then what he does really well, too, is he draws fouls. You try to get physical with him. You body him. Uh, you know, he'll lean in. He's crafty. He'll pick up fouls, get to the free throw line, and make you pay there. Uh, with Harden and Westbrook, too, for that matter, like, they're definitely one and two right now in the MVP race. And I mentioned this the other day. Um, I think a lot of us would agree LeBron is still the best player in the league, but I don't think LeBron is going to win an MVP award again in his career. Like, he's not even the leading scorer on his team anymore. That Now, that's probably by his choice, okay, because he defers, but he's likely not going to be the leading scorer on his team again as he gets older and Kyrie continues to get better and better. And then you got guys like Harden and Westbrook and, and upcoming guys, even like Giannis Antetokounmpo and, and, and Anthony Davis. Uh, I don't think LeBron's going to win another MVP award. What do you think about that? No, I agree. I, I don't think he is, but I don't always think that's fair either because just uh, to his defense, I, I think he does make players better. He really makes other people around him better, and he has 
you know, the conscious effort, uh, in my opinion, this year to make Kevin Love uh, a more of a threat. And that's why they're, they're continuing to win games, though, is he builds up their confidence. He gets other people involved. The, the maturity he has as an older player is he realizes if I make the guys around me better, it obviously frees me up to be able to do what I want to do, too. It's harder to double-team him. But I, but I do see what you're saying. And I think, again, Harden, I, I think – you know, people want to look to someone new. And, you know, again, the, the tempo that he's playing at right now is so conducive to his skill set and what he's able to do. Obviously, you have, you have the Golden State Warriors and their, their guys there, Durant averaging a few more points than, uh, than Steph Curry. Uh, you know, you've got you to gotta consider those guys. You've got Kawhi Leonard and the, and the San Antonio Spurs still playing at a, a super high level. You know, his ability to, to – play the full all-around game. You have to think about him as well. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of really nice players in the league right now, and, and teams are playing faster, smaller ball at times, and, and sometimes those numbers can be a little bit inflated. We had John Karate here with us. Now, when the Heat the Heat played the Milwaukee Bucks a few nights ago, and they actually played them again coming up this weekend uh, here in Miami on Saturday nights, uh, I don't think that there is a single team that can call the Milwaukee Bucks and offer up any one of their players, not multiple players, any one player. I don't think there's a single team in the league that can call the Milwaukee Bucks, offer up one of their players for Giannis on Titacumbo, and the Bucks say yes. What do you think about that? I, I, I really like him now. I mean, he is he is he has developed and and continued to improve his game. I mean, this guy is very unique. Uh, he's just under seven feet. He's about 220 pounds, so super lean, but he handles the ball like a guard. Um, he, he continues to use his length. He's, he's freakish the way he can use his length in transition. You think you have him stopped, and he just keeps stretching out. He had two or three dunks against us where you thought he took off too early. John, he, he dunked just... it from the three-point line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like plastic, man. I mean, it, 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 it was amazing. And, look, he, he doesn't only score the basketball. I think he had eight assists against us. He he does, he does a lot of other things. He's a very interesting player. And because he's playing in Milwaukee, you know, people don't get to see him as much. That's a, that team has got a lot of athletes yep. on it, though, that Milwaukee Bucks team. Um, they, you know, they've really come on strong after a slower start. Speaking of a slow start. Oh, oh, oh what a lead-in. What a lead-in. I keep seeing quotes from Tyler Johnson and some of these guys talking about, well, I mean, if we put together eight wins in ten games, we're right back in the picture in the East. I mean, John, do you think that they even believe that at this point? It's hard, Amber. I mean, I, you know, I, I think the trip was such a tough one um, in terms of wins and losses. And, you know, the thing about this team is they just they do keep competing. And, you know, I've seen a lot of bad teams over the years that just basically come the third quarter or as soon as things aren't going their way will we'll flip and turn, and all of a sudden it's a 30-point blowout. This team continues to compete. You know, whether or not they can string that many wins together remains to be seen. I think that'll be challenging to go on an eight-game win streak. But, you know, they're going to battle. They're going to be in some games. I think they surprise a lot of teams um, because of their record. And, and, again, it's very difficult with the injuries that they've had in terms of guys coming in and out to maintain, you know, the continuity and, and really continue to develop. It's difficult. Have you ever been on a team that uh, – like a last-place team? Uh, I, my last year of my career, I played uh, for the Denver Nuggets for about two months um, before I retired, and it was uh, it was brutal. It was the year, basically, that they were trying to – you know, 
get a draft pick and lose. And 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 uh, was that the year was, they got Carmelo? It was the year that summer they drafted Carmelo Anthony. Exactly. I'm curious. It was it, painful. Do you think that it's as brutal right now for this Heat team? Because I I wonder because unlike a lot of teams that end up in last place, you know this team isn't getting blown out like you mentioned, and they're still playing hard right. every night. Do you, does that make it easier? or Does that make it harder? I, I, well, that's a good question. I don't know if it makes it any easier because losing is, is tough and it's it, it, this league is very hard, you know, to turn things around. But this is a total different feel than that team. That team was um, there. There wasn't everyone knew what was going on to the point where, you know, down the stretch, it, it seemed at times they were pulling key people to, you know, make sure the losses continued to pile up. I mean, this team's trying to win. They're playing their their best players down the stretch. Uh, they're developing young players. You know, I, I think again they've had like 16 lineup changes. Uh, you know, the injuries make it so difficult as well. On top of you know having some of the younger players. Cavs play the Warriors tonight, and it's the second time this year the Cavs came back from a double-digit deficit. The first time against the Warriors, they right. win that game. The game's in Oakland tonight. Uh, does that mean anything to, like, you know, the players are going to do the whole, hey, it's just another game. Like, does does that kind of game tonight mean anything to those guys? Look, the reality is they're, they're going to both be super high and up for this game. I, I think as long as, uh, you know, we see both teams have healthy, both healthy rosters, absolutely, I think it does. I mean, look, it doesn't in terms of uh, getting to the playoffs and getting wins there, but I, I think it, it really is a mental thing to me, a mental edge when you're competing against, another team who's at its full strength. And to me, the Warriors were not, you know, they were still in, a, in an acclimation period earlier on with Kevin Durant. He's playing better and better. He's their leading scorer right now. Um, you know, I, I think they're a better team than they were the first time uh, the two teams met. And I think, again, Cleveland, I think, continues to develop uh, uh, with LeBron getting other guys involved, and, and particularly Kevin Love. And uh, that you know they become more than just a, a one pony show there too, or a two pony show with Kyrie Irving. They got they got other weapons, so it, it'll be an excellent basketball game. John, how are you honoring the great Martin Luther King today? Well, I'm going to go out and play some golf right now, um, and uh, you know, uh, typically we have we've had games in the past on this day. It's kind of strange not to be at the arena and and um, you know be able to honor him there. You know, all all the different. Uh, sacrifices that that he uh helped facilitate uh for for basically the african-american people obviously the league is made up of so many uh great african-american players and uh, you know i think what's great is just guys are aware uh, of the struggle and uh, of the civil rights struggle and, and so much more aware today than they ever have been with uh, some of the statements they make and everything and i think a lot of that goes to uh to martin luther king Wow, that got very serious, John. That was a nice tribute. That's a that's a good job out of you right there. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, pal. Every now and then. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> We're giving it up for you, John. Excellent. You got we, it. Romberg, got you'll it. notice you'll notice you didn't hear from Romberg. Romberg, uh, he does not work on Martin Luther King Day. He uh, he ref- he honors him by not working. <laughs> oh, Romy, I love it. That's great. All right, we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, John. Thanks, man. You got it. See you, Zazie Amber. Take care. All right, that's that's John Karate right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.